Pick Georgia yet? Oh, crap. I'm just gonna put the score and then decide on the teams <laughs> when it gets down to it. Let's rock and roll. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The we are the role players. I am Arthur Mosley. He is Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. But listen to us anyway. Yes, you should. It is Thursday as we record. We'll publish this early tomorrow morning. So it's a quick turnaround for us this week. Uh, I've I had I've, I've been on punishment. Uh, I feel like the past three weeks, because I've spent more days in South Carolina than I care to admit, uh, this past week, I was in the uh, Redneck Riviera, Myrtle Beach. Myrtle. As my buddy J.J. Russell called it, Dirtle, Dirty Myrtle. <laughs> He's like, you're going to the Dirtle. And I was like... <laughs> Never heard it called the Dirtle, but... <laughs> I think uh, for some parts of it, that's appropriate. How was I, uh, how was I 20? Is I flew. It scenic? Oh, okay. I flew. Hey, well, at least you. That's not bad. Yeah, but here's the problem: is there's only like uh, three flights from Atlanta into Myrtle. I feel like it, I could have flown uh, not U.S. Air, but whoever acquired U.S. Air that flies through Charlotte. I think it's United. Hmm. And then, but I, I mean, it's like a fifty-minute flight. So why would I want to fly to Charlotte and then to Myrtle Beach? Yeah. I just want to, I mean, I just want to, so the conference I was at was over at like 2.30, but my flight wasn't until 5.40, so. So you got to spend some time in Myrtle Beach? In the air, in the airport. Oh. (laughs) Working on my blog for my. (laughs) The Myrtle Beach airport. It's actually, they gone under a tremendous amount of renovation. Uh It's like not a crap hole anymore. Well, that's good. I was impressed. I hadn't been there in about five years, so. I didn't even know they had an airport. (laughs) I mean, it. Uh, come on, man! Do you think so? You be, you you rip South Carolina over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and then you you get sent there, right? And like, so you were saying now you're going to start ripping who? Hawaii, Hawaii. Uh, rip them enough, and then yes, some, you'll just start. Yes, I'm going to go on the. I'm going to get a subscription to either Rivals or Two Four Seven or whatever, and get on the Hawaii page and just start. They're going to be our wait what segment. Just every day, yeah, every week. Rip into the. Are they still at Rainbow Bow Warriors? We had this discussion last year. I'm pretty sure they are. I forgot. I, did you tell me they changed? I thought they did, and then maybe they didn't, or maybe they did, and then they went back. Well, I mean, that would be. I don't know if you still call them the Rainbow Warriors. The LGBTQ community yeah, kind might of, get a little bit offensive. It's been kind of co-opted. So, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, but they were the Rainbow Warriors before the LGBTQ, I think. I don't know the history the, of all that. I think they were the Rainbow Warriors before the like the multicolor flag was adopted as kind of the, I don't want to call it the gay flag. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying Art's to be. coming out hotter the gay flag. That didn't what? come out right at all, did? <laughs> what, what is that? What is that? That bumper sticker that has a dove and says "Day Caloris" and has a rainbow. Yeah, yeah. That's I, a that's a Christian thing, right? Is it? I, I, it's it's not anything related to the LGBTQ community. It's a uh, or and we're gonna tie this back into college football in just a second. Trust There's us. No way to do that. I don't think. <laughs> is it? All right, you can talk. I'm gonna look look this up. So in any event, I, I 
thought it would be wise to talk about Hawaii. So maybe my employer will send me to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps my wife will surprise me and for Christmas get me a trip to Hawaii. That'd be cool. Uh, and I would love to go without my kids. Uh, and that, uh, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so I think that's a strategy. So exhausted. So we're late this yeah. week. We had uh, Christian ah, things, a dove and a rainbow yeah. and decolores. Anyways. So we're, uh, we're working, we're running on fumes and we could really use yeah, the, the Wu-Tang power, but today we've got, <laughs> we've got the power of the Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, uh, it's a little chilly outside for the Wu-Tang, but. Speaking of chilly, man, uh, thoughts and prayers going out to everybody in Panama City and South Georgia. Yeah, Mexico That's Beach. Yeah. Have you seen that? I saw a few pictures that looked like absolute Flatten. destruction, man. I went. I spent a few nights in Mexico Beach in high school one time, um, over spring break. Like, it was a tiny little place. We we. I remember we went up to a couple strangers at the gas station, asked them to buy beer for us. None of them did, and uh, and it was just like, man, I, I that was the first I'd heard of it. You don't hear of it often. And then uh, yesterday, it's all over. Yeah, the TV, and then, I mean, it's it's just flattened. Yeah, I, what. I'm interested to to see is what happened to Apalachicola Bay. Um, and the only reason I care about Apalachicola Bay is because they have some of the best oysters in the world, in my mm. opinion. And uh, it's a very delicate, uh, I don't know if estuary is the right word, but uh, hmm. in any event... Hmm. We're uh, talking about rainbow bumper stickers and estuaries. Does it get any what better kind than of that? podcast are we... Well, it's Thursday. We're off our game. Yeah, it's yeah, it's we Thursday are. night. We are. We got Eli on TV making mistakes and I mean, throwing. Eli Manning looks like a bad flag football quarterback right now. Like, <laughs> he's the guy that got picked last. And he's always got the Eli face. He yes. just always looks distressed. Yeah, like even when his helmet's on straight, it looks crooked. Or like his face looks crooked. He's it's never looked comfortable. Apart, yeah, yeah, never looked. Like you look at him and then you look at like Cam Newton or like... You know, any of these other guys, Jared Goff, these people that look like real quarterbacks, and you look at poor Eli out there kind of, I don't know. Not poor Eli. He has two Super Bowl rings, but. No, there's nothing poor. I mean, maybe it's just, he's just a, you know who who I would say poor is poor Giants fans who have to put up with this. Oh, gosh. I mean, is that the curse of like any New York sports team besides the Yankees? I don't know. I mean, the Giants have won their share of Super Bowls, but yeah, I would say, man, if I would say they, maybe it's payback for them somehow beating that 07 Patriots team because I still don't know how that happened. Oh, the David Tyree catch. Yeah, that Randy Moss. That was the best NFL team I've ever. Seen. Well, Curtis Sean Turf could probably rival it, but that was that was a juggernaut. And then Eli comes walking in with David Tyree, and yeah. Bam. I mean, Philadelphia's throwing touchdown passes like, like they're playing like, uh, like the Giants are playing shell. Like they're not even, they're just out there. They are. Eli's it's like eleven on zero. Sales. <sighs> anyway, so, um, the the what what's the biggest thing that happened last week to you? You well, you didn't I, yeah. watch all that much. Yeah. Well, so I. Yeah, so another reason this is going to be a short show because I didn't watch any college football last weekend because I was at a church retreat, church camp, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but You're so I, holy, I, man. I believe I get a pass for hanging out with 14 
seventh graders over the weekend. And they're pretty good kids, but some of them can be turds, and they were. Did you have to regulate? Oh, a couple times. It was so funny. Like, uh, I don't know how many white kids have ever seen an angry black person, which is mm-hmm. her, which is hilarious because my brother calls me the whitest black person he knows. Mm-hmm. But I was in bed, and uh, some kid, all of, all of a sudden, they were talking trash, and some kid was like, Say it again, I'll beat the shit out of you, right? This is in church camp, which is, I'm like, all right, at least they're comfortable enough to yeah. talk how they want. But I was over it because it was like one in the morning. And I was like, who said it? And I got out of my bunk and I started storming around, who said it? And you could hear a pin drop. <laughs> and it's like 35 kids in here. and, and, and I can and, picture that perfectly. And, and I'm walking down and I look at these kids, it wasn't us, it wasn't us. And I, that's like the fear of God. And I... <laughs> And then once once one kid fessed up, he was one of my kids, which I was pissed off. I was embarrassed. I was like, don't say it again. And I, he's like, I'll, I'll do better. I'll do better. I'll do better. Yeah, no, you won't. Um, but uh, you'll, just, you'll just do quieter. Right. That's. <laughs> and then I, you know, it's one of these things that if anybody's ever been to a camp and then you're walking around, these other kids from this other cabin are coming in our cabin and flicking the lights on and off. And I'm, then I'm really wanting to grab a kid by the throat. But yeah. so I'll. So it happens, I get out of bed, I stomp, and I come around the corner, and these other kids are in the bathroom, and one of them has this roll of toilet paper. They get arm cocked back, and I was like, drop it. (laughs) I mean, I really wanted to... But this is the other thing. I know we're talking about football. This is one thing. This is a public service announcement. If you're ever sending your kids to a camp Mm -hmm. or a something involving either church or sports or whatever... Don't send them away with your good stuff. Like, uh, don't send them away with your good pillowcase, your good pillow, good clothes. Like, make sure you take give them the rattiest clothes to take. Because I can't tell you how many towels, socks, nice, oh, I'll say nice, but just shorts. Like, there's like no regard for the, for your stuff. And kids lose stuff all the time. I, 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 I don't know. It makes me very distraught as a parent to see... Pillowcases, just stuff, just nice laying around. pillowcases get dirty. Pillows, you just kind of. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just. Part of me wanted to. I mean, there's a lost and found, but some of this stuff, I was like, yeah, this is. What are you gonna do with who's who loses a sock? My two year old loses a lot of socks. Yeah, but he's two. <laughs> <sighs> So last week I didn't watch a whole lot of football. I checked in. The most interesting thing you asked me. So I'm sorry, I'm way off base here. Uh. I looked at score alerts probably about 8 o'clock on Saturday night, and I saw that Texas mm-hmm. beat Oklahoma. After I said, this is a game you mortgage your house on. Yeah. That was a gimme. That oh. was a, I mean, that was, was the a easiest. sucker bet. And, and after I said, no matter whatever happens, I'm never getting on the Tom Herman bandwagon. Yeah. Man, last year I would have picked them in a heartbeat. This and year you, you... They just look better. They just... I know you didn't watch it. They just looked like the better team. They were they were much more physical. Their receivers are like giants. They're all like six four, six five, and they were just toying with Oklahoma. And then it it's just yeah. It that's the thing that we were talking about last week. The top ten, you look at it and you're like, where are the elite teams other than Alabama? And Oklahoma's one of the five top five that you would think. And then and. Ohio State, I mean, they might, 
they might go undefeated, but they are the Suspect. first halves. They suck every every week. The first half, they're just like, eh. and then Urban Meyer went down. Did you see he had his headache and he went down on the ground grabbing his head? And they had to all no, tend to him. Oh, I, uh, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, health problems started. I said, Ur- did you say Urban Meyer or Urban Cryer? Urban, I, yeah. I didn't. He said apparently he had had a assistant somewhere in his like skull or brain at some point, and they had it removed, and he still gets he gets headache. So, something like that. I don't pay much attention. So to you'll never it. give Urban the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I mean, if they were losing, I would have. You know, that's the kind of thing that if they're losing the game, he goes down. You know, he health problems emerge. But yeah, uh, Texas and Tom Herman are just just spitting in our face and saying, "That's what you get for doubting me." Yeah, and so, then Miami uh, getting waxed by three touchdowns and then roaring back. I don't know if you. I don't know if like the first thing I saw when I, I looked at ESPN was like uh, was a uh, comeback of the eight for the ages. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm. eh. maybe if it's a, it were against a good team, it right. would be a comeback I mean, for the that's ages. That's kind of embarrassing that you're ever down the Florida State, not Florida State, this Florida State team, twenty-seven to seven. I just don't understand that. Um, yeah, it's pretty weak. Pretty so, weak. But you got but the they, W. They, they pull out. They win, and they you know. But again, it's it's a bunch of squatters. I asked yeah. I asked you earlier this week how is Auburn ranked? Yes. Nobody else to put there. Don't make any sense, does it? It makes zero Auburn, sense. Auburn, you want to talk about turmoil? There, uh, an Auburn reporter wrote this little column this week about what he was hearing from the inside of the program. Hmm. He's like, just to warn you, if you're looking for a fluff piece or just you know pot, you're not going to find it here. This might. You might not like this, but it's reality. And it was talking about how defensive players don't like Jarrett Stidham. Uh, they think he's too happy-go-lucky. And offensive players are upset about playing time and all this stuff. And then Gus doesn't know that people are upset and people don't believe in him. And the offensive coordinator's upset because plays get filtered through Gus. And the players don't like the offensive coordinator isn't getting to pl- call the pl- Just everything you would expect from a Gus Malzahn Auburn team in there. There's there's some strife and on the planes. On the, on the Gus bus? Yeah, the Gus People bus. are jumping off the Gus bus? Yeah, parts falling Isn't off. Isn't that dude on the hot seat like every other year? Yeah, well, well, I guess he yeah, he should be. And oh. he was, and then he won two games against ranked teams at home and number one teams, I'll say. And they gave him $50 million. So <laughs> it's going to be hard to buy him out. Yeah, now. yeah. It sounds like a Georgia Tech move. Oh, uh, Georgia Tech. Um, so, yeah, that, those are the two things that surprised me. I I didn't pick. I, I went two and three in our picks last week. Um, Notre Dame looked pretty impressive, but once again, you you told me this early on. Virginia Tech is mm-hmm. paper tiger, and I was uh, listening to Jesse Palmer trying not to let the brain cells leak out of my head as I was doing oh, so. Uh, he was talking about how Notre Dame is in his top four when the rankings come out. And I'm thinking to myself, there's, I mean, like you said, I go, there's like three teams right now. Georgia, there's Georgia, Ohio State, okay, and then there's Alabama. Yeah. And this week we're going to find out about if Georgia's a contender or pretender. To an extent, 
to an extent because are we going to find out? I mean, I guess we will, but even for me, it's like we'll find out how good Georgia is when they play Alabama. (laughs) Because, man, if LSU – I was so upset at LSU. I wanted this to be a top-five match going in and all that. And then they go to Gainesville against a much the hunchback, the, hun- the, uh, the dancing Matilda, <laughs> dancing Matilda, and they go in there and they wet the bed. And we were talking just before we went on about how those that those teams are the mirror image of each other. They look, they're the exact same team. Like they have a quarterback that'll make a few some good throws. They have a good defense with athletes. They don't have. That like any offensive identity, neither one of them. When was the last time either one of those teams had an offensive identity that you could say, this is who they are? Since Tim Tebow was a quarterback? Yeah, Jacob Hester at LSU. <laughs> like, you just don't. They, they don't. They're just all over the place. It's, it's, a, it's a mess. And neither one of them's had a quarterback. So that was kind of meh. Can, can we make a promise to our, our fans this yeah. week? I think I'm going to promise that we're going to get an interview with Coach O. Uh, next yeah, week. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, for next week's segment. So we're going to work on getting an interview with Coach O uh, to talk to us after the uh, Georgia game. So we'll, we'll work on that. We'll have our our intern work on that for us. Yeah. Uh, Get us Coach O. So is there anything, since you did watch a lot of football, and I'm finally, I feel like I missed the best week of football to this up to this, this point in the season. Uh, is, is there anything you saw that shocked you? Shocked or surprised, or that you made note of. <clears throat> I mean the Texas, the Texas game, and then uh, I mean you know that's really it. That's really the only thing that I was, you know, wow. Um, nothing else. No, not off the top of my head. Are you ready to jump into this? Yeah, week's let's get games? into this week. All right, we're gonna start from. I, I think this is gonna be the furthest away we can get from Georgia, uh, Washington going to. Oregon, if I believe. Yeah, Autzen Stadium. Yes. Uh, as I heard, one of the loudest places to play. Uh, Washington is a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Mm. Uh, the Ducks are averaging mm. 45.6 points a game. Now, they're doing it against some of the uh, lesser-tiered uh, <laughs> opponents. Uh, they did put up 42 against Cal, but uh, lost to Stanford. Uh Washington averaging 29.2 points a game. You know, the big loss early in the season to Auburn, uh, but have battled back and are now uh, 1-5 straight, uh, 3-0 and in the conference. Beat Herm Edwards. Yes. They did beat Herm Edwards. Uh, barely. <laughs> well, so, so with all of the uh, – as much as you've watched and researched these teams this year, how's it going to go? Uh, Look at the points per game difference. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that, and I think this is one of those games that I, I, f- I feel like it's a it, it's a uh, video game with not a lot of defense that's going to mm-hmm. happen. That's what's going to happen this week. I think so. And I think, um, well, I'm just going to tell you what I think. I think there's going to – I don't know what the over-under is, um, but I've got the – 58? To- <laughs> I mean, it, based okay. on that. So All right, let's yeah. call it 60. All right. Well, I've got it at 89. Oh! I've got Oregon at 47 and Washington 42. Wow. That is a high scoring. Yes. <laughs> and 
Oregon wins? Oh yeah, yeah, Oregon wins. Upsets Washington. I'm 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 with you with the result and uh Oregon winning straight up. I have a slightly lower score <laughs> with uh fifty one as my over under. I'm I'm going Oregon twenty seven, Washington twenty four. And I don't really know all that much why I'm going with that. But when you lose to Auburn, I don't have all that much confidence in you. So essentially, this game, an Oregon win, would essentially knock the Pac-10 out of the college football playoff. Is that what we're looking at right now? Maybe. Maybe so. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It would take a lot. Yeah. It would take a lot. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you're looking at you really have to consider Notre Dame. Well, one of us had Notre Dame in their preseason playoff picks. Screw Notre Dame. I'm just saying things are trending nicely for my outside-the-box pick. As we move on, moving right along, the Michigan Michigan? Wolverines. Gosh, I mean, we're picking – we only have four games to pick also. Yeah. Gosh, it's a horrible week. Yeah, not a good week. Not a good week for for any – there's one big game to me and then a bunch of filler. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I would consider this a bunch of filler. Yeah. Michigan, Wisconsin. <laughs> you know what? You know what's going to happen in that game. There's going to be athletes and explosive plays everywhere. Well, you got some of the yeah because you have the best athletes in the country that play in the Big Ten. Oh, it's such explosive offenses with Michigan uh, and Wisconsin. So it's the Wisconsin cheese eaters versus the Michigan chickens. Man. I, I you couldn't pay me to watch this whole game. I'll catch highlights. You could not pay me to watch Wisconsin and Michigan because Wisconsin is just going to slowly move, you know, struggle to get first downs and complete any passes over 15 yards. And then on the other side, you're going to see Harbaugh squinting and making weird faces. And who knows? They're not on offense. They're nothing special either. And and just Harbaugh, it's just the camera's going to be on Harbaugh so much. I oh, I don't know. Well, brutal. It's brutal. Uh, Wisconsin's loss early, and I had Wisconsin finally winning the Big Ten, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Lost to BYU is an ugly loss early, very ugly loss. Michigan uh, five and one, and who was their loss to? I'm drawing a blank. It was Week One. I don't know who it was. Notre Dame, duh. Man, we're out of it. Anyhow. uh, SMU, Nebraska, Northwestern, they've really rallied the troops to take down some very stellar squads. Maryland. Yeah. They also took down a very difficult Maryland squad that that beat Texas. Texas. Yeah. (laughs) Beat my boy. full circle back to Tom Herman. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any faith in Wisconsin. The, the spread is nine and a half points. I think that's way too big for a Big Ten game. Yes. Uh, I, I, but I think Michigan wins by eight. Mm, I've got right the, on the brink. I've got the Wolverines teetering on the brink, thirty-five, in Wisconsin twenty-seven. I see. I'm with you. I don't think Michigan's capable of beating. Well, most teams by nine and a half points. Like, <laughs> like I guess they they've beaten uh, Western they, Michigan. Man, they've been. I guess this year they've they've been hammering people. I guess and scoring. I so. mean, Nebraska's a train wreck, averaging thirty eight points a game. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
But I think this will just be like a like a Big Ten basketball game, just slow and dull and low scoring. Michigan will win by four points, which in the Big Ten is like twenty five. Yeah, two or three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, that's insurmountable lead, you know. So yeah, uh, Michigan Michigan will win. Michigan will not cover. Do you have a score? Did you twenty four twenty twenty? Okay, you did say four Michigan. points. Twenty four twenty. Yeah. Eli looks confused. I wonder if, if they should send him in for concussion. His mouth's always protocol. open, too. Concussion protocol, maybe? Yeah. All right, Duke and oh, Georgia Tech. Oh, my gosh. So we're struggling to look for games, and when in doubt, we have to go local. Georgia Tech taking on the Duke Blue Devils. 12-20 game. This ought to be on Raycom Sports. <laughs> Yeah, so. Uh, Georgia Tech, a two-and-a-half point favorite. Has Marshall got two touchdowns and four interceptions on the year? What'd you say? How does Marshall have two touchdowns and four interceptions on the year? Have you played five games and you have two touchdowns? Two pass passing touchdowns? I played six games. Well, Even the worst. Oh, six games. Okay, yeah. Man, you're averaging a touchdown every three games. That's my math skills at work. How do you have two touchdowns passing? Did he miss a few games? I don't I don't think he did. I don't think so. How is that how do you do that? I don't know. That's rough, man. Art I know they're never a prolific passing attack, but they're usually efficient and average more than ninety seven yards per game passing. <sighs> I don't know. Get let's let's take a let's Get take a look at, at Taylor. He's running down the field. He's fired up. All right, sorry. When we start talking about Tech and Duke, it's uh, my attention goes other places. <laughs> I can only imagine. I know who so, that guy is. So, Tech with a huge win over Louisville, which I didn't even know this until about 37 seconds ago when I pulled this up. 66 points? Yeah, I smashed him. That had to feel good for the... The Tech fans that are mm-hmm. also Falcons fans mm-hmm. that don't appreciate what Petrino did back in the day, you know, <laughs> leaving midseason with the leaving a laminated paper yeah, behind. You, you know, I, I I guess if he's gonna throw an interception, almost. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a little low rent for Petrino. So I think anytime any anytime a team from Georgia has a chance to whip up on Louisville, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they do. Uh, the last two games out, Georgia Tech has scored over 60 points. Hey. But they also have losses to Pitt and South Florida. I mean, yeah. Those aren't good losses. No. Um, 19 points against Pitt's not good in any, any way you look at it. And I think when we've picked Georgia Tech this year, you and I both know against Clemson, we did pick Clemson to cover the spread. Against Pittsburgh and South Florida, we both picked Tech, and we lost. So we are one and two picking Tech. So what are we going to do? We're not picking Tech. No, not picking Tech. No, we are not picking Tech. Uh, Although Tech running up the score with, you know, averaging 41.3 points a game, uh, giving up 28 points a game, you know, absolutely murdering folks on the ground, 373 yards rushing. I don't have any faith in Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to go with David Cutcliffe. Mm-hmm. And I've got Duke 30, 
Georgia Tech 27. 27 against Cutler. They do just score two touchdowns against Virginia Tech. But. Yeah, but that was like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. It, I'm sure Cutcliffe. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm sure Cutcliffe has got it right. I'm Duke's Duke's going to score 40. <coughs> How many points did you give Duke? 30. All right, I give him 40. <laughs> and I give Georgia Tech 35. <laughs> um, It'll be one of these games where, who does a Georgia Tech game? Is it uh, West Durham? West he, Durham. I know he does their basketball games. I think, be, I think uh, Dave Archer does a good many of the okay. ACC games. So, it may, I think it might be Arch and Durham. They, they tag up. Don't they do the Falcons? Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Though. I don't know who does. Uh, I know Durham does their basketball, but I don't know who does their... Uh, are you talking about for TV or for radio? Radio. I don't think Arch does tech football. Okay. I mean, he does Falcons because he played for the Falcons, but I don't think he's a... Uh, it's probably it, Durham and some 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 former tech player. Maybe John Barry does <laughs> maybe, maybe John Barry does their football games too. <laughs> Anyhow, we have no faith in in tech. I'm, no. I'm sorry to all of and our and it's tech. warranted. I mean, they just not they've, let us, they've let us down over yeah. and over and over again. So we can't we can't keep losing money on Georgia Tech. No. Uh, the last game we're going to preview. It's probably the biggest game of the week, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, National implications. Extremely important game. Probably more important, uh, in my opinion, to LSU than to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, the Bulldogs going on the road to Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge to take on the... Oh, look at that man. Oh. Kojo? Yeah. Shoot him. <laughs> Shoot him. Shoot him, bro. Shoot him. <laughs> Shoot him, greedy. <laughs> yeah. That'll never get old. Nah. That will never get old. Uh, Georgia, a seven and a half. Is that what I have? Seven and a half point favorite? Mm. Not a lot of points. Uh, well, before before we get into this game, I I saw where uh, JD Bertrand decommitted from Georgia mm-hmm. also this week. Is that an you're you're much more up on recruiting than I am? Is that kind of what you said? Maybe maybe it wasn't you or somebody else, but maybe they stopped recruiting him so much and they found someone better, or not maybe yeah. better, but. They got a beat on a guy they might think is a better yeah. fit for them. Not better, but just a better fit. Because that's what it's about. You yeah. want to be in a place where you're a good fit. Right. A couple times last week that happened with two different players. where And it was expected. Nobody, I mean, for a couple months, it's been expected that JD and a couple others weren't going to be in it. And it's, it seems, sounds like what it is is it kind of – I don't know if they, they just kind of stop contacting you as much or um, – or if they just say, "Hey, look, you're, you know, you're not going to see the field as much, you know, right. for whatever reason, it cools off senior film or whatever." I mean, you know, people buzz at Trinity. You might be able to get a better read on it, but it was not it was not unexpected. It was expected that he was he he got processed, you know, for lack of a better term. A couple of guys did, and they, but I mean, he's got plenty of options. Sure. Florida's offered him. FSU just offered him. I mean. You know, He'll probably end up somewhere playing against us and with a chip on his shoulder. Probably will. And let me tell you, I this not that this has any relevance to how he does in college. I remember we played against him when he was in sixth grade, like junior cheese versus at that time he was at Alpharetta. And he was like a man among boys. And, mm-hmm. and just uh 
really physical, already played with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And I was like, God almighty, we're, you know, what are these kind of, he's just a different kid. Even, mm. uh, I mean, and Blessed Trinity has a few of those guys. Steel Chambers was the same yeah, way. How just, do they get on, how do they get Just them? ridiculous. They recruit? Uh, I am not liberty to say, but I do know that uh, Steel Chambers played middle school, well, he was in the Johns Creek district and so was Chris Hinton. Mm. Chris Hinton. And, and now Chris Michigan. Hinton, <laughs> and now Chris Hinton is at is finishing up at uh, Greater Atlanta Christian. Yeah. Along with his brother. Yeah. But so we're not, we're not talking anyways. about it. Let's just get back to the the Georgia uh, in spite of I mean, you, you can talk to more about this more than, than I can, but dealing with some injuries. Yeah, very um, banged up, very banged up. Maybe uh from I don't know if I, I guess you can't even call it a sophomore slump, but just some the it's magic first isn't half slump. the magic isn't there like all game long. I guess right, right. The the beautiful thing is though you have Justin Fields to come in to, to yeah. kind of spot you know when you need it. I've only seen like three snaps of Justin Fields. That's how much I've been going. So unfortunately, I haven't been able to give a, a, an assessment of that. But uh, he's good. I'll tell you that. That's great. He's, he's very talented, man. I've I've just I've wanted a dual threat, a running quarterback, a quarterback that was capable. And I don't like calling him dual threat because when you think dual threat, most people think okay, that's a runner that he is not be, a great passer. He but play at Georgia Tech is what you. Yeah, think. he's he is a fantastic passer, and uh, but he can also <laughs> can fly, and uh, I don't know how much he'll he'll what they'll do with him this week. I don't. I really don't know. He's been coming in more and more and more, and he's getting. You know, the first couple bi- like big, big games, he hardly played, and then against Tennessee, he he came in the second or the first quarter, and he started. He's played more and more, and uh, but I mean, you go to Death Valley, and it's gonna be loud. It's gonna be rowdy. I think they'll want to. I think they'll want to ride from. But he has started games. His first halves have been slow, like you said. Like he 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 looks. What he's looked like is that, like he's trying not to make mistakes. Like he's looking over his shoulders. What it feels like because he, like in the pocket last year, he would just let the ball fly. Like he just he'd throw a lot of fifty fifty balls and stuff like that. And this year he's like he holds on to it longer. He takes sacks. He he just I don't know. Last game or so he's looked a little looser, but he's looked. He's looked like somebody that that is trying not to make a mistake because he doesn't want to lose his job. Do you think that's a problem though? You you bring a, a guy like Fields in, and all of a sudden, maybe you shouldn't be, but you're kind of looking over your shoulder like, yeah, if I make a mistake, mm-hmm. like, I, and that's a that's a a message that Kirby Smart has to filter out, right? But mm-hmm. but not just, I mean, now that the transfer rule, and I'm not saying he's going to transfer, it's it's, it's kind of opened up. What happens if he goes into next season and Fields is just a better had a better freshman season, kind of like what happened to Jacob East, uh, yeah. Eason? I mean, do you see it, could that happen to Georgia? I think so. I don't think I don't think I what I've thought would happen all along and still think is that if between now and next fall, Fields will win the starting job. But then it's a matter of, I mean, how do you? You're right with quarterbacks, especially. They don't they don't stick around if they're not playing. They don't unless stick you're Jalen Hurts, and then even him is just because he's graduating, right? You know, and it, he'd have to sit out a year anyways. So why? I mean, it's 
it's going to be that's why you get paid seven million a year is to manage those situations. We, I mean, two scholarship quarterbacks is not a good place to be. Never. I mean, and look you at Clemson, right? But and you don't want to be in a predicament where you have uh, where you have a five star quarterback and then you can only get you know Johnny two star, yeah, as your backup. Because see, you, and they brought in Eason was there and Fromm came anyways, and then Fromm and Eason were there and Fields came anyways. Right. So I don't. I don't think you'd assume, well, they're going to leave as soon as they don't win the job because they, they both obviously went into the knowing that – I mean, when Fromm came in, Eason was like Mr. Superstar, and, you know, nobody expected him to, to play right away. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Well, what's going to be interesting is to see if LSU is as intimidating on paper as they – or on the field as they are on paper. Let me put mm-hmm. it this way. I uh, got a defense uh, similar. Both these teams, Georgia, giving up 13 points a game. LSU, 17 points a game. <clears throat> Georgia really doing a better job of scoring, uh, averaging 42 points a game. But LSU is not far behind at 31 points a game. Bulldogs uh, getting after it, pretty balanced in the run game and the yeah. pass game this season. Uh, I think uh, Georgia. In terms of the teams they played against, maybe not as tested, but yeah, for we, sure. But if we if we look at the teams that LSU's beat, all the teams they've beaten are squatters. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Miami is a squatter, and they haven't thrashed anyone. Right. Even Louisiana Tech, that was a game in the third quarter. Right. So I mean, you're like, mm. and, and then they go and they I don't want to say lay an egg, but they lose to Florida. And then yeah, Dancing Matilda. Just... Felipe Franks and Dancing Matilda. Even if it's at Florida. I'm just man, it's like it's it's too completely it's Jekyll and Hyde in a way because it's their defense, which I have every bit of faith in, their talent and Dave Aranda, and then it's their offense, which you, I have equally little faith in their offense coordinator, Mz whatever his name is, Emzinger, Eminger, and Joe Burrow. Now I will say that uh, their offensive coordinator, and I heard, I heard, I guess I heard this during the Miami game. He has, he's been in that system for a while, or been with mm-hmm. LSU for a while. So he was in Georgia. He was. He he's not a coach of Georgia. He's, for a while. he's not a Johnny Come Lately. No, he's he's actually he's been around for a while. <laughs> you can look at him. Yes. He's like he's an yes. old man. Uh, I the, the the spread is seven and a half. I think that's too much. I think that's way too much. I think this is I think a. So too. I, I think. Both teams are going to be able to score a little bit. Uh, Georgia probably get off to a slow start, but I like the Bulldogs to win it thirty-one uh, to twenty-seven. Georgia thirty-one to twenty-seven. And then I don't. And then you know you can just see a bunch of crying Bengal Tiger fans filter out of, out of the stadium. <sighs> Jeez, it's tough. Um. Yeah, as Ark can attest, I've wrote down a score, written down a score of twenty-four to twenty. <laughs> I just don't have a team next to it that I'm picking to win yet. <laughs> Because I've, right, well, I've, it's been Georgia all along, but I, I'm just something about this makes me something's casting dispersion. The in last mind. two two teams that Georgia's went on the road to play that had equal talent or similar talent on the road were Auburn last year and Ole Miss the year before, and both were blowouts, which I don't think will get blown out. But man, before I make it, what do you think? Do you think it's better? Obviously, it's better not to lose a game for your chances at 
the playoff. Right. For, from the psyche perspective, do you think it's better to get a loss out of the way and it doesn't have that building pressure all year where they say you're undefeated, you're undefeated and you have to worry? Or does a loss galvanize a team? I don't – what do you think? I think that you want to win every freaking game. Yeah, I, I just I, – I mean, here's the deal. You win this game, you get a week off, and you get the Florida Gators who are – Eight fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I, I I think I think there's something about winning that builds confidence, and even that's true. Even if it's a false confidence, mm-hmm. you you kind of learn how to win. Like I, I could see maybe in basketball, where where you play play even in high school where you play twenty five regular season games, mm-hmm. and in college you play what like thirty plus 35 games in a regular season maybe where you might say okay maybe we need to lose to kind of figure something out but in football at this point in the season if the if Georgia loses to LSU then the only way they get into the playoff is to win the east and beat Alabama in the national I mean I'm sorry in the uh SEC I mean I team. think that's the only way into the playoff either way well but I is think beat Alabama well but I think if yeah, you're right. One way or the other. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think they can afford to – I think they might have a better case. Let's just say they run roll into that game undefeated. Oh, yeah, then, for sure. And then you have a better chance of getting into the playoff, even if you lose to Alabama, mm-hmm. versus losing to LSU and then yeah. losing to Alabama. I guess that's what I was getting at. That, yeah. So to answer your question, no. I, I, I don't want to get a loss out of the way. I want to continue to win – I want my coaches to chip away and figure things out. I want my players to make plays. Mm-hmm. And in a in a, uh, a 12 game season, I want to win every game I can. Yeah. And Georgia's, you talking about confidence. Georgia's young. There's 68%. So almost 70% of the team is sophomore, freshmen and sophomores. Like very, very young. And so going into a place like that and, and, and winning could, you're right, could build confidence. Look at the, it's that's just funny. There's four teams in a row that are ranked in the top 25, which would be five teams in the top 25 on the year that we've played. And it's just it's for all the talk about. Okay, there was talk about Georgia's schedule so weak, which I still think it is. But four ranked teams in a row. How many of those do you think should be in the top 25? Uh, I don't think Kentucky should be in the top 25. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, I think LSU deserves to be yeah. there. Mm. And that's it. Yeah. One. That's what I think. I don't think Florida, Kentucky, I mean, or Auburn South are top 25 Carolina? Teams. Well, <laughs> yeah. Let's, we, everybody knows our thoughts on that. I'm going to stop. That was the goofiest me, game I've ever seen. I didn't even what happened. It like a uh, monsoon came in and stopped the game. Oh, and then there was yay. like a delay. Okay. And then. Missouri came back and took the lead, and then South Carolina won at the last second. And uh, the the roller coaster of emotions was so real during that game for them. And it was just they, they hated Muschamp, and then they loved him. And then that that backup quarterback Scarnecchia played instead of Bentley, so now it's Ooh, he's cool. he's a much better quarterback. We should have been playing him all along. And there's a quarterback controversy. Anyways, I'm I'm just stalling to try not to have to make a pick. Um, <laughs> I I really. On the way over here, I was going LSU 24 to 20. I have since changed my tune. Either way, we don't really even have to give out a score because we're just picking against the spread. But right. I'll go Georgia 24 20. 
and do not cover. I don't. I don't think. But see, but part of me is like, we could we could smash them. We could. I think the chances are, the most likely. Well, not most likely. Equal. Um. Equal. What's the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, most chance likely. that right that there's either Scenario. we blow them out, or it's a very close game either way. Like I could see them winning, and I could equally see us blowing them out. So, you, but you couldn't see them blowing you out. No, no. That could you see LSU blowing anyone out? They blew out Miami. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I can. Sorry, I didn't mean. <laughs> Why? Yes, I can. All right. As a matter of fact, I watched them blow somebody out. All right, all right. I don't think they could. Do we have a wait? What this week? I don't think we do. Do we? Uh, do we? Maybe we do. There was one. Was this the social security number? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do you, there you wanna, was. Do you, you want to read that? I mean, Auburn. Auburn. We talked about strife in the locker room. Equal strife in the message board community. Yes. Um, now give a little background here because I think. Well, this is a a little spat that was going on between Holy Bobby and Double B, and uh, they were talking about <laughs> Holy Bobby, Holy Bobby, <laughs> Holy Bobby and Double B, and Holy Bobby, um, bringing you know, kind of kind of throwing around some words that are not so holy. So they were there was an argument. This was about some debate about Auburn and. Something football related, and it quickly escalated into a personal, a personal battle between these two. Holy Bobby, for I don't know what he was responding to, but he says, "Dude, shut up and go whine somewhere else." That double B must stand for double bitch because that's what you're <laughs> acting like, right? <laughs> a very clever, witty response from Holy Bobby, which Holy Bobby throwing words like that around, right? Double B. Took double B, which by the way he was trying to get banned. He he posted a lot of things that I will not say. Repeat. First of all, I'm not your dude, and double B stands for I'd beat your holy candy house without breaking a sweat, drunk or sober, before or after breakfast on my worst day. Which <laughs> which holy. <laughs> Holy Bobby responds with a little picture that says, if you woke up thinking you want to start ish with me, uh, think again because I woke up wishing an MF or would. And he says, DM me and I'll send you my address or we can meet anywhere you like. Your call. So the gauntlet's been thrown down to meet in real life, right? <laughs> and this oh, is where... We, it gets better. This is where... <laughs> uh, I missed something along the way where Double B talked something about Holy Bobby had three boyfriends. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Holy Bobby, Holy Bobby responded, "Ouch, my th- three boyfriends. You got me there, Double B. I wish, I wish. Oh yeah, Double B said he had retired from whooping ass. Oh, that's but bad. in his younger days he right. would have, right? So he was retired from fighting." I wish you were still in your ways so that I wouldn't have to read your post about how badass you were because of the amount of bitch stomping you did back in the day, and I could find out personally. And here is where Willie from Wetumpka comes in, right? <laughs> it's always that third guy, right? It's these two, <laughs> these two titans battling, these rams battling, right. and then saunters Willie from Wetumpka and his <laughs> Conor McGregor walk. Hey, Hoss, if you're such a badass... And post your social security number. If not, then STFU. Wait. 
What? Hey. Post your social security you, if, you, if you're such a badass, which is a common line thrown out at any fight. Right. You know, anytime people are getting into it, like in a bar, they're like, hey, hey, if you're such a badass, what's yeah. your social security right. number? Right. <laughs> If you, you do that? If you're feeling froggy, then give me your social security <laughs> number. Where is your birth certificate? Then we'll compare credit scores. <laughs> Come on, man. What's your credit karma? Oh, compare you, credit scores. Are you kidding me? This is, and again, this all started because of a debate of like, you know, uh, is Jarrett Stidham completing a high enough percentage or should we run more? Go routes or something, and it, it, it evolved into if you're such a badass, post your social security number. Dude. Once again, you can't make this stuff up. No. It's. No. It's, it's classic. I it's, saw. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just, man, Willie from Wetumpka. Just stay out of it, dude. <laughs> Leave it to Holy Bobby and Double B. All right. They'll, they'll, they'll sort they'll, it out. They'll meet up at a Cracker Barrel or whatever, which reminds Waffle, me. No, they're going to meet up at a Waffle House. <laughs> right, actually, they're meeting at Huddle House. Huddle House. <laughs> or Dollar General. That's that's what. The, there's more Dollar Generals in Alabama than oh, there. Every time we drive through, it's like every 20 minutes. Hey, Dollar General. There. Uh, this really happened, too. There was a spat between a Georgia poster and a Tennessee poster. And, um, and they had agreed to meet at a Cracker Barrel and fight. And uh, and then one of them posted a picture of himself in front of the Cracker Barrel, and it said, "Where are you?" And he really went and was waiting for this Tennessee guy to show up and fight him in a Cracker Barrel party. Like, who does that? Because you're what are you gonna? You're prove? like a forty-year-old man. Why are you trying to fight somebody go on home. the internet? Go home and pour yourself a drink. Who, who fights over the age of like sixteen? I don't know. I, I I don't know, man. There's some days I, I will tell you. I, I was I wanted to fight somebody about maybe three or four months ago. I was walking to work and uh, from the train, and I had my lunchbox with me or bag, whatever you want to call it. And I'm kind of you know walking. And my bag goes back, and I kind of come forward, stride forward, and I feel resistance on my lunch bag. On your lunch bag? Yeah, someone had to grab my lunch bag. Somebody was trying to take your lunch it, bag. It felt like it, so it was in my left hand. And I turned around and I had this face and I was like, like clenching my fist. Mm-hmm. And it was my coworker. Ah. Uh, and she kind of jumped back. A she? And, yes. And she's, she's. Ooh, she's lucky. Well, she does kickboxing, so she might've gotten the best of me, but I was, I was really ready to give somebody the business. And mm-hmm. what I really want to say is if you're that hungry, just ask for it. And I, yeah? I can, I, I don't have any problem giving you food, but. What you really wanted to say is if you hey if you think you're bad you're gonna steal my lunch. What's your well, social? What's your social? And let's what? meet up at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, yeah. What are your nine digits? Uh, <laughs> God Almighty! I, I saw a post on the internet today. Uh, it said life's too short to sit around on the internet and argue politics with strangers. Oh gosh! <laughs> I was like, that's great. Oh gosh! That's great. But what else would you do? I don't know, man. Maybe you could go uh, volunteer, make the world a better place. <laughs> what, what if you want? I I hopped on Twitter this afternoon to a certain event that I knew would bring out some interesting tweets. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Do you know who visited the White House today? 
Uh, okay, well, it was a summit at the White House involving Kid Rock and Kanye West. And oh, Kanye that's West. right. You know what? CNN called Kanye and Uncle Tom. Did they? Yes. Oh, that's... And they got away with it. It wouldn't happen on Fox News. They couldn't get away with that. Anyway, no, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, they couldn't. So it was just a rock Man, and, it was, was hilarious. A music, music summit? They they signed something, and then and then he was talking. He had Kanye and Jim Brown in there talking about prison reform, okay. among other things. But, dude, it's just the... It's the all right, when Kanye was bad-mouthing George Bush, they loved him. Like, the left loved yes. him, right? And anytime, can Okay, we, so anybody... Can, can we refresh people's memory real quick? It's it's Kanye West and Mike Myers. Yeah. And they're doing... Was it uh, Hurricane... Yeah, uh, Katrina. Katrina effort, 2005. Mm-hmm. And they're talking... Mike Myers is saying his line off the teleprompter. Kanye stares into the TV screen with a... President Bush does not like black people. <laughs> And Meyer's face, like, look at him. Like, and, I, and oh, hell, my face was like, <laughs> I was like. Yeah. So uh, he does that, and the that, left loves him, and the right hates him. Right. But then he puts on a Trump hat, and now the roles are reversed. And, and the right loves him. He's, and it's just like, who cares what him, I've never listened to a song and been like, yeah, I like, I like this, I like, wait a second, what are their political views? Never. <laughs> no. Come on, it's so stupid. Oh it's gosh. so stupid. And people like ripping and bashing him, and now he's an Uncle Tom, according to the get the out left. of here, man. Get out! And of now here. he's come to his senses, according to the right. Yeah, yes, clearly. It's just funny how they. It's can, so predictable. Can, so next week, can we get Lil Wayne and uh, and um, who else? Lil Wayne was was spat with Eli too, though. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah, you did say that. And then uh, he he. He didn't even really say much about him, but then somebody asked Eli about it, and Eli says, well, I don't really watch Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne was like, you don't have to watch me. You could listen to me. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my oh, gosh. Trump, the, the Trump circus rolls on and on, and I'm sorry if you love Trump. I just think this is a circus. It's, it, have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? No, I haven't. Oh, man. You gotta. All right, I'll show you a clip after. <laughs> I'll show you a clip after this. Uh, anyways, uh, so there'll be there uh, for those, and I guess it doesn't matter because once you listen, if you get this far, you'll know there's no pick collage this week because we're recording late. Yeah. But um, I, I let's go ahead and end it since. Yeah, I'll send it. It's so late. ten thirty. It's like uh, it's like uh, what's that? What's the end it movement? Is that against? Is that the women's movement? Me against, too. Uh, oh, Time's me up. Too. Time's up. Time's up. Me too. End yeah. it. Is it end it? Is end it? Uh, sex slavery, child slavery. Could be. That's that's like the X and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to keep up with all the movements. Though. There's a ton of movements, man. Is seven. <laughs> as a matter of fact, my bowels are moving right now. <laughs> for, oh, anybody, no, for anybody who was interested, reached a new love. <laughs> <laughs> I heard talking about his bowels. Uh, we are the role players. I am Art Mosley. He is. Our opinions don't matter. Listen to us anyway. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We hope you have a great week and a safe and enjoyable weekend. For everyone in the state of Georgia uh, or North Georgia, fall is finally here. Yes, it is. Uh, so get out and enjoy some beautiful weather this weekend and take in some football. I'm just talking to you. Uh, Dave, oh, I'm in school. All right. You guys have a great week. Take your plugs out. Bye bye.